Welcome to the Returning to Joy podcast. This is Gabrielle Leonard, and in this episode, I share with you a story of how I learned about the intentionality of Jesus to pursue us in those places of pain and reveal his heart towards us. My freshman year of college, I went on a spring break mission trip to Edinburgh, Texas. It was the first mission trip that I'd ever been on, and I was with about 500 college college students. And I remember in the morning we would have worship and a message and then more worship at the end before going out for outreach in the city. And on our second day there, I'm in the back of this auditorium space. The message is ended. Worship is started again. And I'm in the back. My hands are raised. I'm just really connecting with Jesus in that moment when a girl comes up to me and taps me on the shoulder. She says, um, I feel like God's given me a word for you. Do you mind if I if I share it with you? I tell her yes, of course. And she proceeds to say, I feel like I just see Jesus giving you this bright red bike. And she continues on saying other things. But just the moment she said that phrase, I just broke. Like pretty immediately, I like fell to the floor, tears running down my face. Um, I'm in her lap, just bawling. And you can tell that she's even probably a little nervous. Like, uh, I was already hesitant to share this with her. It took obedience and courage. And I'm not necessarily know I'm not necessarily sure how um bright red bike equaled tears. So it's it's clear. It's it's clear to me. I can hear it in her voice that she's unsure what she just did to me. Um but she says that and before it could even I could even consciously understand what was happening in that moment. I am in tears and I am a mess. And I just bawl on the floor for a while. And I mean, (laughs) these all 500 of these college students are beginning to now walk out of the auditorium because worship has ended and I am still crying in in this girl's arms. And what she didn't know was that that sent that phrase that one simple phrase triggered something for me it reminded me of a old traumatic wound that I had experienced um between uh with my dad and that'll probably be for another podcast to kind of go into in more in depth into that but basically I had been little did this girl know that I had been praying to Jesus and asking that he would reveal to me what was that earliest moment or earliest point of uh, wounding that I incurred in regards to my relationship with my dad, because I was for a year now, I had been, um, I had started this journey of, of trying to receive healing and, and, and work towards reconciliation with my father. But I could tell that there was still a deeper place of pain and, and, and grief, but I, I wasn't sure I couldn't, consciously remember what it was and the moment that she spoke that to me it's like that that memory came back to me and now I was grieving what was lost and was experiencing that moment again that moment of pain now 
not separate from the Father. Now, in this moment, I was experiencing it all over again, but now I was experiencing like Jesus' presence there. And now truth was being spoken into that place of, hey, I was there. Hey, I saw that. And um, that moment wrecked me. It's still it's still for me a, a moment even even now, 10 years, almost 10 years later that I go back to. Um, it's it's a situ it's a moment that speaks to me about the character of of God, because here I am. I am. I'm already on a mission trip. I have at this point, I had already, um, you know, changed my major to study religion or biblical studies at Baylor. I, I originally wanted to, to do political science, but the Lord, I'd given my life to, to Christ recently. And he was um, and I was he was calling me to obedience in so many different areas. And so as as I would feel the Lord's prompting, I would I would obey. And I had felt him prompt me to change my major. And so I obeyed. I, I had felt him prompt me to go to Baylor. And so I obeyed. I had um, felt him prompt me to go to this mission trip during spring break. And so I obeyed. And there was all this sacrifice that I was doing that was that was a joy for me. That was um it was a pleasure to lay down anything for for the Lord at this point, and it just it, it it still baffles me that here I am on spring break, like on this mission trip, and I'm in the back of this auditorium, sincerely worshiping Jesus, and he has ever like and that at that point he has my allegiance, but even still. He sends someone, one of his his other beloveds, um, to speak to me and encourage me because he's seeing a place within my heart that is wounded. Like he could be satisfied with just my obedience. He could be satisfied with that I'm appraising him like his his name is on my lips and I'm giving him praise and my hands are raised before him. But his delight was in seeing a place of wounding and pain in me and saying, now's the time for this to be healed. Now's the time for this to be restored. I remember um, before that moment in that auditorium with this girl, I'm, you know, as I'm on this mission trip with all these college students, you can imagine the insecurity that could come up as we're, you know, we're doing outreach or even as we're just eating and fellowshipping together and having lunch or dinner. Um, there, I was so insecure in so many ways previous to that moment. But I remember after I, you know, finally got off the off the floor of the auditorium and I, I asked her, um, I was like, I think I need to go back to the little hotel room and process what the heck just happened because I am not sure. And so I did that. But I remember coming out of that hotel room afterwards and interacting again with all these college students and peers around me. And there was something different about me. And it wasn't something that I was trying to muster up and change myself or a face I was trying to put on. But something had happened from the inside out. 
And now I was engaging with people and I was able to be more myself and I was caring less about what they about, um, how am I being perceived and do I fit in and, um, you know, like what are the right things to say? And I was just being me. And so it was, that was one of the most monumental points in my journey with, with Jesus in these last 10 years, because one, that was just such a, a uh, quick 180 that I noticed of, wow, just yesterday I was relating with these people in this way. And then now after this incredible encounter, now I'm engaging with people in a totally new way and a, a more whole way. Um, but I was just so wrecked by the fact that it just, it just solidified for me, the love of God. It solidified for me that, um, this really is about a relationship for him. Um, that this isn't about a, um, just signing up and putting on a badge of awesome. I'm a believer. I'm a Christian and, uh, I've got that badge and now I can, I can just be disconnected. I can just go on with life. But he desires um, to restore our soul. He desires to set us free and make us whole and to renew us. And I just took such great pleasure in, wow, like here I am giving everything to you. I'm worshiping you already. And in that moment, he could just sit back up in heaven. You know, maybe it's just me, but Maybe I imagined before of, okay, yeah, God could just be sitting back in heaven, like hearing our praises and just, you know, relishing in that, excited about it. But I think in that moment, I think, and I think what was really happening, what God really does is I'm over there praising him and acknowledging him and, and he's looking at me intently. He's looking at us intently every day in those moments of our worship and those moments when we're riding in the car to work but he's looking at us intently and he's enjoying his beloved and he's looking at where can I restore her where is she fragmented not in the place of judgment not in the place of um this is wrong with you but in a place of what is blocking her ability to receive my love and experience it deeply and then thus give it back to me as well. I know in that moment that the father looked down, intently looking at me, intently enjoying me, glad to be with me in that moment. And then he saw a place in my heart that needed healing. He saw a place in my heart that was wounded and that was blocking my ability to connect intimately with him. And it was blocking my ability to connect intimately with my peers and he said, and he put his finger on that place and he came directly there. Thank you so much for listening. I had other notes um, for something else that I wanted to talk about on this first episode, but I just really felt like I was supposed to flesh out that story. And I pray that it was it serves as an encouragement to you um, about the intentionality of Christ. You are seen and known by him. And if there are places of pain um, pain that you are aware of and pain that you are unaware of, uh, traumatic experiences um, from your past and maybe even your present 
that you're wondering, does God see these areas of wounding? Does God even care about these areas of wounding? I pray that this that that story that I shared with you would encourage you that he does care. Um, in fact, um, I am quite sure that he, from the moment you encounter that wounding, from the moment that traumatic experience happened to you, the father was already well aware and had had plans laid out for the moment that he would restore your soul. If you enjoyed the episode, subscribe to the podcast and leave me a review. Let me know like what your thoughts were from this episode.